Today's episode of Feeding My Faith is brought to you by MyFaithClothes.com. Look, it'd be nice to wear some clothes to to show your faith, but a lot of it is just cheesy. Not at MyFaithClothes.com. They're cool, they're slick, and I wear them myself. They also have jewelry, hats, and everything else. Check it out, MyFaithClothes.com. I'm here to praise your name, Lord. That's what I'm talking about. I'm here to lift the name of Jesus all right, welcome to Feeding My Faith. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com. If you're new to the show, look, this is where we try to get God simple. We strip out all the religion and just talk about you and God as we dive into the Bible. And today's reference is Matthew 4 and Proverbs 4. Now, I actually switched the book I was using, and I like this one. Number one, it's a little less reading. I don't have to read three chapters. It's two chapters a day. And as I look at it, it seems to be a little more um, New Testament based. And I love Proverbs. So so today, um, which is kind of weird because there was a bit of of an overlap uh, because Matthew 4, again, different, same story, different person, talks about Jesus being tempted in the desert. We've already talked about that, but it goes down in uh, Matthew 4, chapter 18. And there are a couple things that just, again, these are just my my way of saying, okay, what do you want me to get out of this? And it talks about Jesus walking along. He sees two brothers, Simon, uh, better known as Peter, and his brother, Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake. They were fishermen. Uh, Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once, they they left their nets and they followed him. Now going from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with their father, preparing their nets, and Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father. Picture that, right? Their father is there. You know, Zebedee, he's like, yeah, James, uh, go ahead, tote that bale, lift that whatever, you know, cast that line. And they're like, yeah, see ya, Dad, we're out of here. Can you imagine that? And then it goes down in um, verse 23. Jesus went out throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and healing every disease and sickness among the people. As you might imagine, it says, uh, news about him spread all over Syria and people brought him to all who were ill with various diseases, um, those suffering severe pain, the demon possessed, those having seizures and the paralyzed, and he healed them. Large crowds from Galilee, uh, the, oh, I see, I'm just going to butcher names, the Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and the region across the Jordan followed him. So he as you might imagine, walking around, performing miracles. Can you imagine? This is one of the things I've talked about in the past. We read this. Can you imagine somebody not being able to walk, just in a wheelchair, just, you know, legs crushed in a car wreck, whatever. And Jesus just going, yeah, get up. And they would get up. We would be telling everybody I know, wait till you see what I saw last night. I watched a movie on Netflix called Blackfish about how corrupt SeaWorld is. 
And I was telling everybody I knew today, have you seen this movie? It just made me feel horrible for these poor whales. Can you ma- but but yet we don't tell anybody about the power of Christ and what he's doing for us and the peace that he can bring and the patience and the insight and the fact that guess what I'm not afraid to die. No, I'm not going to tell anybody that. They'll make us think we're Jesus freaks. So when I read that, and the fact that Jesus is just saying to people, hey, come on, never met him before, and it's like, yeah, come on. They just drop everything and followed him. And the other thing that I'm not sure why, but I think it's interesting that he called two brothers, two sets of brothers. And to me, I just kind of felt like, we are supposed to be doing this with our brothers. We're all brothers is kind of what I got out of that. But when I get to Proverbs four, have you ever had anybody play with something dangerous? I remember when I was in college, we were doing something with, um, and we were using, I believe it was nitroglycerin to basically freeze Flowers. Now, nitroglycerin is extremely dangerous, and it will just burn everything, basically. It's, it's You could also say gasoline and matches, right? If somebody was standing, I remember once I was um, playing music in a backyard, and it had rained during the day, and so these people had, throw down, they had thrown down straw on the ground. And uh, we were standing on it so that the whole backyard didn't turn into a giant mud pit. And then later, you know, the rain had kind of subsided, but it was still kind of damp out. But they were trying to make a fire start. Well, hello, the wood was damp. And so what did they do? Yeah, they dumped gallons of gasoline on this fire, and they're just throwing matches at it. And it dawns on me that, uh, you know, the guy's literally like taking like a, a glass in a plastic cup of gasoline and just tossing it kind of up and on through the fire and the cup would come out on the other end. And I'm like, you do realize that there's a good chance that this gas could then land on the straw and the matches. And it's just going to, you know, the straw is going to catch on fire and we're all going to go up in flames. I just thought this is one of those things that's just not very smart. And it made me very nervous about that. And so anytime your kids are around, a stove. I remember growing up, I had a uh, nylon jacket and my mother told me we were going to go ice skating. She said, do not get too close to the big giant heater that they had, this big six foot tall thing that had, you know, basically a bonfire inside of it. She said, cause you'll melt your jacket. Now I would never heard of any kind of clothing melting and I was cold and you guessed it. I melted the back of my jacket and was cold, but it could have been very, very worse. We warn people when we know they're dealing with something dangerous. In the case of my mom, she knew better, right? We, my science teacher told us, hey, do not play here. This is not a cool thing. To, this is not a toy. And so in Proverbs 4, I sense a, a sense of urgency here. He says, listen, my sons, to a father's instruction. Pay attention 
and gain understanding. Reminds me of uh, Foghorn Leghorn, right? Listen to me when I'm talking to you, son. I give you sound learning, so do not forsake my teaching. For I, too, was a son to my father, still tender and cherished by my mother. Then he taught me, and he said to me, Take hold of my words with all your heart. Keep my keep my commands, and you will live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget my words or turn away from them. Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, Get understanding, cherish her, and she will exalt you. Embrace her, and she will honor you. She will give you a garland to grace your head and present you with a glorious crown. So think about it. He's saying, look, seriously, get wisdom, get understanding. There's a great book by uh, the late Stephen Covey, and it's called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. One of them is understand before being understood. In other words, before you start telling somebody, I can't believe you did that, you better find out why they did what they did. Because it may find out that when you see their side, you may actually be mistaken. And I cannot tell you how true that has been in my life. And I got to tell you, when people don't do that, It causes problems. Get wisdom. Get understanding. And uh, later on, I have this here. Um, He says again, my son, this is in verse 20, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Almost like, look, I know there's a lot of things distracting you, right? A lot of bells and whistles. Look at me. Turn your ear to my words. Don't let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. And here, when we think about it, the, the whole premise of this podcast is for me to get the Bible in my heart, to focus on the Bible, and to have a better understanding of God. He says, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Above else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead and fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the path for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. I remember once I was growing up as in high school. I'm a guitar player and uh, there's a guy named Ozzy Osbourne and um, his guitar player was just phenomenal. And uh, Ozzy had written a song called Mr. Crowley. And Mr. Crowley was this guy, Ali Eister Crowley, was a guy who basically thought he was the Antichrist. And he worshipped Satan and had a house where what exactly happened there, I have yet to find documentation. I'll explain that why. But it was heavily rumored that he had all sorts of weird orgies and sacrifices. And, you know, it's hard to tell. But I was explaining to my pastor how I was at the library trying to find books on this guy because it sounded like he was a really freak. And my pastor looked at me and said, you know, don't go looking 
for evil because it's already looking for you. And he said, there's nothing you can learn about this guy that's going to help you as and be a better person. And that was powerful words because it's true. You know, we talked about the serpent tricking Eve and Eve and Aunt Adam for that matter. And to me, I get out of this word that this is God saying, look, I'm not kidding around here. You need to take this serious. The world is going to tell you that, ah, it's no big deal. Everybody's doing it. And he's like, no, 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 no. Don't forget my words. This is wisdom. This is, and he even says, and part of it says, you will live a long life by following this. Think about all the, the stress you would eliminate if you understood first, if you had wisdom. And he's saying, look, basically, don't be hard-headed. Get wisdom. Get understanding. And get my words in your heart. Guard your heart. Guard your heart. He says, because everything flows from it. Powerful stuff. And just realize that your heart is under attack. Your brain is under attack. So what do I get out of this? I say, okay, God, you've got my attention. And there are times when people do things I don't agree with. I do try to understand them first. They don't seem to be very interested in understanding me. And that then uh, taints my heart. And I want to get bitter and I want to get upset. And he's saying, no, protect your heart. You have a great heart. Forgive others, right, is, is what I'm hearing. And just don't mess around here. And I appreciate that pep talk from God. And I think about the power that he had to heal, to just have people follow him. He's like, look, this is, this is the real deal. And so God, I thank you for for your words. They are wisdom. It's the ultimate wisdom. And I, I thank you for reminding me of your power and your strength and just your majesty. I can't imagine the just the word of mouth that, you know, people were talking about movies, you know, when it's really good, when it's really bad. I can't imagine the word of mouth about Jesus, and it should be continuing. So, you know, God help me to continue to see your miracles, to see your wisdom, to see your strength, and the fact that you do heal and you do perform miracles every single day. I think most of the time we're too busy to see them. So thank you so much, God, for your word. You rock. And everything we're doing today, you can find out at feedingmyfaith.com forward slash 28. 
If you're going to be doing any shopping at Amazon.com, simply go out to feedingmyfaith.com slash Amazon, and don't forget about myfaithclothes.com. It's a great place for really cool-looking Christian gear. You know, change your shirt, change the world. You can do it, myfaithclothes.com. Anything you buy through that website helps support the show. Thank you so much. Now get out there and testify to the truth. Say, hey.